what's right. For those wedded to the machines in their bedrooms, their studios, their best friend's garage or basement. For those who negotiate with the system every day to make time for the music that matters. For those who get in debt to fund the fight against the mundane. For those who stay true to their cause even in the face of income and fame through compromise. For those who feel the power of every beat. For those who keep their minds open. For those who encourage and support those pursuing their personal dream. For those who sacrifice relationships to make sure the music is heard. For those for which the music is a lifetime, not a pastime. This is Bass Agenda 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 Agenda. doing welcome to base agenda andy here with you for the next three hours and we've got a packed three hours for you too first up we've got will webb uh, guest selections from him plus an interview with the guy uh, he's been making some very dope electro since the mid 90s and it's still going strong now first releases out on the legendary direct beat label and now he runs his own label zero one music so we're going to be hearing his voice throughout the show talking about the electro scene his experience of detroit 
and of course about the tracks that he's chosen for us to listen to today as well. And then up in part two, a monster mix come up from the one and only fantastic legend that is Billy Nasty. He's going to be showcasing his fantastic label, which is Electrix, which has been around for some time now and produced some of the best electro that's out there right now. And we've got some exclusive tracks in that mix from Fleck ESC, Sync24 and Carl Finlow too, so stay locked for that. And then in part three, DJ Pure Logic's going to take over a little bit of dark stuff. Uh, some of his own creations right the way through to some classic stuff from the likes of Orcs 88. So it's going to be a busy time for us, let's keep it going. And coming up first off, we uh, started the show with Pocket Rocket, that's the original version by Will Webb. And now into the first track he's chosen for us, one of his own that he's particularly proud of, a track called Scarrow. And here he talks about uh, why he's chosen it and his conversations with Enter from Crowbot Music as they were putting together the compilation that appeared on the marvellous Dalekavoid 4. When he told me I was doing a track for this Dalek Void comp, I immediately thought Doctor Who because of the Daleks. So I went to my Doctor Who videos and immediately went to Scarrow because that was one of my favorite episodes and sampled from that and had no idea Dalek Void meant anything about power companies and pulled that power sample out of there and everything and it and until Enter goes wow this really fits the comp I didn't even think about it and then I went back and listened to the comp compared to what the the comp was supposed to be about about this electric company or whatever and, and it just it was perfect it just happened weirdly enough yeah I try to I try to bring acid back in some of my stuff every once in a while uh, spacewalk when I re- originally did spacewalk which was the first a side I did for direct beat it was an acid track and I try to I try to intermix some acid here and there I still love the acid sound so I try to use it as much as possible This is Boris the Bider and you are listening to Base Agenda. Absolute power and come for strength. 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 Straight. 
great use of the Dalek sample. Now Will Webb's going to talk about his experience of Detroit. I've been up there quite a bit because my family still lives up there. I've seen the festival. I've played at the festival. I've been to the festival parties. I mean, there is a big scene up there still. Of course, it's changed with the times. You know, the EDM thing has taken over huge in Detroit as well as everywhere else. Corporate America brings in the groups, you know, and, and, you know, makes as much money off it as they possibly can. You know, there's still a huge underground music movement there, and there's still a ton of producers doing stuff out of Detroit. And most of it's incredible stuff that never sees the light of day because of all the EDM stuff that gets thrown at people. The scene back when I was doing the direct beat stuff was incredible because the underground scene was the scene and you know all the parties were underground parties um all the clubs were underground clubs you know there was no house scene or i mean there was a house scene that was underground too at the time though back then you had mainstream clubs that played the top 40 pop stuff and then all the rest of the clubs were the underground and then you had the underground parties and everything too now it seems like there's still some underground parties but most of it is is mainstream dance music has become the mainstream so it's it it has a huge crowd though the crowd isn't very well educated to other styles of music to get the funk more integrated back into stuff I, I like to keep my melody and th- synth lines real thick and, and keep the production value up but I want to get that, that minimal funky element back into it too like a lot of my early stuff on direct beat was very minimal and, and very track like um, and, and I like that about that music of the time and I really want to try to integrate that a little more and I think No Machines is a good interpretation of that I, I'm, I'm bringing the funky element back into it yet keeping the production value up too and, and, and making a big track out of out of something that's minimal and funky still I really think that computer in there is a function right oh, I'm not taking orders from a machine you may have paid the prime directive I want you to
in Detroit and being at all the functions with like, you know, Derek May playing and, and Juan Atkins and, and Carl Craig and Jeff Mills. I mean, we used to listen to Jeff Mills on the radio. He was just a radio DJ in Detroit. So he was doing mixes under the name The Wizard. And I started DJing in about 84. And from that point, I was doing parties and whatnot. Um, at the time, I was doing techno and electro. And and you throw some house into it. it. Back then, it was eclectic. You got to play everything. You got to play industrial. You got to play alternative, electro, house, techno. It was there was no genre breakup like there is now. Like you you can only go hear a specific genre at a venue. Back then, you heard everything at every venue. You go to a club and you hear Eric B and Rakim, like the the remix with Afrahaza that uh, Cold Cut guys did that remix. The Eric B and Rakim remix with the Afrahaza mixed into it. You'd hear that, you'd hear, you know, Renegade Soundwave, you'd hear, you know, Strings of Life right after that, you know, it, it would be a continuous mix of all these great records, and you'd have a diverse crowd, black, white, Hispanic, everybody, all in one place, there was no, you know, you weren't going to a club just to listen to hip-hop, you weren't going to a club just to listen to alternative. Yeah, there were top 40 venues and whatever, but the underground scene at the time was all a mix of everything, and the transition into making music kind of happened just because I got the itch to do it. It was, uh, you know, being around all those guys that produce all the time. I worked in, I worked at Record Time, which was the main record store in Detroit for most of the techno and electro stuff. I mean, there were others, there was Byright and a few others that that, uh, were in the city, but Record Time was the main record store and I worked in the dance room there and DJing at the same time and doing all these parties and finally I was just like I just need to start putting stuff out too
I'm, it, it was still pretty easy to get hold of music from everywhere in the world back then. I mean, we had, I mean, I spent most of my paycheck on imports at the time. $10, $12 import records, and, and I just spent everything on it. So the music, the music out of Detroit was getting over to the rest of the world, and the rest of the world's music was coming into us. So there was never a problem of music getting around, and I think it was pretty much similar everywhere in the world. You know, we had underground scenes everywhere. You know, everybody was playing vinyl, everybody was on to all different styles of music. It wasn't until later in the 90s that things started getting broken up in the genres too much and you know things started splitting everywhere and i'm sure it's the same now too it seems you know now that it's even more so with mp3s and and digital releases that the music can get out to everywhere in the world um although most of it's given away uh it's uh it, it spreads a lot faster but it's also washed over a lot quicker because there's so much out there and so many people putting digital releases out. Let's catch up on the track so far. Uh, after Scarrow by Will Webb, we got into another track by his first exclusive play of that track on uh, Base Agenda here. Uh, a track called No Machines. Following that, something from his earlier career, a track called Life on Tech. That's from the Astral Works compilation that came out uh, back in the 90s. A compilation called Detroit Beyond the Third Wave. And then the track, uh, it's not by Will Webb, but it's a Detroit track, fantastic piece of work, uh, also on the direct beat label that Will uh, produced on in his early career. Uh, that's Exile with Are You Ready? And right now we're listening to a track on uh, Zero One Music, Will's label that is uh, by Circuitry Man, track called First Day DJ Digital Remix. Any second now we're going to get into a track that Will's remixed for Enter, awesome track called 313 Funk.
actually the guy that got me back into production in the last few years just because he had me do that 313 funk mix and he uh, got me back on the, uh, the trail of making electro. I was uh, out of the biz for a little while and then uh, he got me inspired again so then it just took off from there. I had started Zero One as a vinyl label and all the distributors went out of business and left me with about 10 grand in the hole and so I just stopped at that point and was really disillusioned with the music industry as a whole. I, I continued to DJ and stuff but I, I didn't uh, didn't really do any music work at all in that time. And, and the technology finally caught up to the point where I can get ideas down instantaneously. Whereas before, there were all these crashes with stuff, and you lose stuff, and it, it was just such a nightmare for so long that finally now that we've got Ableton and, and Logic and all these other programs that work flawlessly and you can get ideas down almost instantaneously, and the sound quality is amazing compared to what we used to get out of MPCs. Three, one, three, four.
first thing I ever bought was a, a Roland R8 drum machine. The, the one that you could use the 808, the 909, and everything in and, and sequence in it. It was, uh, it was a digital piece. It wasn't even an analog piece of gear. I, I, it was the first thing I ever bought. It was in high school, and I put it on layaway and made payments on it until I could get it out. And then I just started playing with it to make beats and was playing beats along with when I was DJing. When I finally figured out I could use Cubase with an Atari, what was it, a 1040 ST with Cubase on it and an MPC 60. And then uh, my first, my very first keyboard was a Juno 106. That was, that was the first keyboard I ever bought. I have, uh, the only thing I have left out of my analog gear is my Korg guitar. <laughs> But I, I had to save that because that's that's a piece of history. So, oh no, I still have my I have an S one thousand still. I have my Matrix rack mount still too. I'm, I've kept a few things, but only small rack mount pieces that I've, I really love. You can you can never get that uh that jungle time stretching effect with anything but the S one thousand. There's never been anything that's ever even come close, even in the digital realm. I've, I've never heard anything that can get that jungle time stretch with the vocals like the S one thousand. track great piece of work by will webb from 95 taken from the cosmic drive by ep that was out on direct beat this is a track called spacewalk uh, you can still pick up a few of those uh, if you go to discogs you can pick a few up on vinyl and now we're about to slip into a track that's blown will away lately this is also from the dalek of Odd, uh, compilation that came out on crowbot last year this is a track called quandran ties by the mighty advent I had heard the whole compilation um, before the Advent track was added, and I thought the comp was incredible. But when they put that track on, and and uh, Enter said that track was going to be on there, and he let me listen to it, I was just like floored by it. I I, I love Advent stuff. I, you know, Dave Clark, Advent, all those guys, amazing producers. 
and I hadn't heard much from Advent, or at least I haven't picked much up, I'd say five, six years from Advent at all, but when I heard that, I was like, oh, this is, this is true original Advent stuff. release on uh, Zero One Music. This is Micro Control Unit, track called Solar Wind, and any moment now you're going to hear Will talking about his approach to releasing music. I don't want to put out the same old, same old all the time. You know, I, I can take a project like that that I really love, and the melodies in it are incredible, all the, the production value is there, it sounds good, it's clean, and then I can give it to 
a whole bunch of different producers and get mixes in all the other different genres of electro to try to cover all the bases. So I can I can take an incredible project and, and open it up to a wider audience by getting mixes from different people too because somebody will listen to a digital mix and go, hey, well, this is a great EP, so I'm going to get the whole EP. And wow, this microcontrol unit is incredible. You know, it, it taps into a whole different market that way too.
Now time for another really beautiful track. Recently out on Semantica Records, this is Ed Chamberlain, track called Place. certain feeling to that track that when I play it if I'm having a bad day that track just makes me feel better and it's it I can I can relate that to when I first heard uh, Dream Academy Life from in a Northern Town that song just there's just a feeling to that track when you hear it it just hits you in the gut and it's it's just very inspirational and emotional and his music does the same thing for me I mean that track is absolutely incredible one of my favorites that I've heard in a long time From what I understand, Electro seems to be having a comeback in general. I mean, once once Dubstep and uh, Trap are out of the way, I, I think it's going to open the door pretty much for the Electro. And, and there's so many producers doing it and so much good stuff coming out now. And it seems like there's almost a revival happening, but with new sounds. It's, it's not the same old, you know, I, I love Miami-based stuff and I love original Detroit stuff, but the sound's never really progressed. And now it seems like a lot of artists are progressing the sound a little more.
Kiss and so many other groups and bands and craft work and you know with Mojo on the radio we were exposed to a lot more stuff than most people were in the U.S. Um, and we had Brave New Waves with Brent Bambry out of Canada that we got that it was like a underground alternative show at night that you could hear all kinds of stuff coming out of Europe and the synth pop stuff and so to to narrow it down Funkadelic you know they're they're Detroit homegrown product they were I grew up listening to them 
grew, grew up listening to tons of Motown. Um, I, you know, I grew up listening to the Stones, Queen, uh, so many different artists and bands. But Funkadelic was one of the ones that really stuck out. I mean, I have, I think I have just about everything they've ever done on vinyl or on CD. And and I actually sampled that track for uh, the first record I did for that Astroworks compilation. Life on Tech um, has the uh, funky emotions. If you will suck my soul, I will lick your funky emotions. I took that funky emotions bit and used that in the track. Uh, all, all the, they were just incredibly... Clinton, Bootsy Collins, everybody, they're just incredible musicians. And to watch them play live, I, I saw them when I was 13 years old on stage doing a, a Funkadelic show, and it was absolutely amazing with the mothership coming down and everything on stage. Just incredible. Just They're a jam band that just took the best of their jams and put them out every time. I, I got to see a lot of the early stuff, Climax and all, all those groups playing live back in the day, original Fat Boys, all, all that kind of stuff. It's it's interesting growing up in Detroit. You get to see a lot more than you do other places.
you know, I was really flipped out, you know, she asked me if I'm angry or something. I said, of course I'm angry, man. This isn't high school or anything, you know. So I'm feeling really cavalier. And I say, I'll call me, you know, if you want to. <laughs> yeah, call me if you want to. So she rang me up and she says, hey, you want to go out? Huh, do I want to go out? I don't know if they're from New York, but they were based out of New York at the time. But I heard that track on Brave New Waves. Brent uh, Bambry show, and I don't know why, just something about the synth lines in it, and, and his feeling cavalier voice that he does in the track, and it, it has a very electro feel to it. And I, I searched for that record forever, and when I finally found it on vinyl, I was just the happiest person in the world. I think I paid like $75 for the 12 inch at the time, but it was, um, it's just one of those tracks that just stuck with me, and it was always, uh, very inspirational in, in the way uh, you know I put together synth lines and things like that I mean I was inspired by bands like Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark and, and things like that too I just like the melodies Pesh Mode you know Joy Division New Order Cure Okay guys, coming up to the end of part one, this is the last track for this part, then we're going to get into the guest mixes. Uh, this track is by Eben Ozen, uh, never heard it before, I love it actually, great track, uh, thanks to Will for choosing it, a track that inspired him to start producing as well. Uh, it's called A-E-I-O-U, Sometimes Why, nice and funky, and of course before that, you couldn't get more funky, the amazing Funkadelic, a track called Mummy, What's a Funkadelic? Thanks for listening. Thanks to Will for his input into the show. Uh, long live Zero One Music, and I'm sure it will too. Stay tuned. We've got Billy Nasty and DJ Pure Logic coming up. time for part two of the show uh, one of those moments on base agenda where I can't believe I'm about to say what I'm about to say we've got a guest mix in from the mighty Billy Nasty incredible techno DJ and also label boss of the incredible electrics records head over to discogs.com slash label slash electrics e-l-e-c-t-r-i-x plus records and just check out the massive talent that's on his fantastic label 
And before you do that, of course, check out the next hour where you get a very good flavour, including some stuff that's not even out yet. Thanks to Billy. Enjoy this.
and you're listening to Base Agenda.
Thanks a lot to Billy Nasty. Go check out Electrics Records. And now it's time for our second guest mix of the day. Guy from uh, the USA, DJ Pure Logic. Keep an eye on him. He's producing tracks at a rate of knots right now. And he can DJ for sure. 
This next mix contains some of his own material and of course some classics as well. Hello, my name is Dr. Mercurio Arborea and I am the founder of the Arborea Institute. It has long been my dream to find the perfect way for people to achieve simply happiness, contentment, inner peace. These seem to be things that strangely elude us all. But it doesn't have to be that way. We at Arborea have found a path to achieve them. Here at the Institute, we are in the forefront worldwide in neuropsychology and new therapeutic technologies. Dr. Barry Nile, our head of research, myself, and our dedicated team of herbalists, naturopaths, and healers have found a way to make that dream a reality. Through our unique blend of benign pharmacology, sensory therapy, and energy sculpting, we can guide you gently along the path to a new, better, happier you. All in the comfortable surroundings of our state-of-the-art facility and our award-winning gardens. you to join us and find out for your self.
towards the end of the show make sure you check out uh, DJ Pure Logic on SoundCloud go to soundcloud.com slash DJ Pure Logic and uh, thanks to him for putting the mix together thanks to Billy Nasty for his mix and thanks to Will Webb of course and importantly thanks to you guys for supporting the show back in two weeks have a great weekend cheers